0: This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello, everybody. I am today speaking with Johnny Cooper, who, Johnny very clearly hates marketing. And today in these slightly crazy times, we're recording this as a live podcast recording, but streaming on Facebook and wherever else Johnny and I are going to be sending this into the world. By the time you hear this on a podcast, it's going to be the 13th of April, or maybe you're listening later than that. And you're going to know how crazy we've all gone during lockdown. Right now, this is only two days when we're recording this, two days after we were officially told to stay indoors. And we want to talk today, Johnny and I, about, about marketing in general, but also what that means for your business during this unprecedented coronavirus era. So hey, Johnny, lovely to have you here on the Entrepreneurs Get Visible podcast and live streaming to my audience. Welcome.
1: (laughs) It's great to be here, Anna. It really, really is. I've been looking forward to this.
0: So Johnny and I have actually only just met and that's kind of nice because that shows you the power of social media and the power of reputation. I had for recently had a lot of female guests on my show and I put a call out to say, I want some great male people, some male people, some great men to come onto the show to add a different dimension to what my guests are putting out there. And Johnny's name was mentioned three or four times. And that's yeah. the power of getting your word out there, isn't it?
1: I'm pleased to hear that because I, I do identify as a male person.
0: <laughs> you do identify. Above identify. all else. <laughs> so, Johnny, one of the things that strikes me is that you help looking around all of your social media because that's how we stalk people these days. I've checked isn't out it? your Facebook. i checked out your LinkedIn. <laughs> I did my research. And the thing that comes across is that you have this catchphrase, Johnny Hates Marketing. Tell us a little bit about where that came from and why.
1: Well, I have this glorious medium of podcasting to thank for that. I launched this business in early 2017 with a clear vision of, of my tribe being coaches and therapists. And I guess, you know, educators of other experts like consultants and trainers, that kind of thing. And I called my business, wait for it, The Success Party. The success party.com. When I found that, I thought, great. That's the one. I've got this. That's the one. Do you know what? Nobody agreed.
0: <laughs> well, we my, first podcast, my first podcast. My Just confusing is and silly. Inspiring success podcast. And so many people are using those words that they I all say nothing.
1: Well, it was a cliche that, that means nothing, but also it didn't actually appeal to my target audience in any way at all. So I'm on a podcast with a Canadian guy called Scott Doucette from uh, Podcast Bay, a very, very smart guy. And we were talking about rubbish marketing ideas, sleazy marketing ideas. And his question to me was, you know, what's the worst sleazy marketing you've seen this month? And we were laughing about some, you know, shouty American proposition kind of guy, <laughs> which, uh, which was pretty horrible. And, and there was a pause in the conversation. He said to me, do you know what? I don't think you really like marketing, do you? I said, oh, do you know what? I hate it when it's like that. And he said, spoiler alert, Johnny hates marketing. Boom. I went, hang on, just say that again. And There's you know what? Within headline. yeah, within three weeks, I'd rebranded my website. It became JohnnySMarketing Facebook group became called Johnny S Marketing the Organic Attraction for Coaches and Therapists, and so on. It, it's just one of those serendipitous moments where you think, okay, let's do that. You know, yeah. I mean, life's one big experiment, isn't it? You really don't know you're onto the one big thing. You just keep trying stuff, and we've been trying this for a couple of years. It seems to be working. So there you go. excellent.
0: And one of the things that we discussed offline was about how good marketing should be effortless and not have that sleazy, icky feel about it. And I think right now, in the middle of this corona outbreak, people are struggling with what they should do with their marketing, what they Mm. should be talking about, whether it's appropriate. What's your take on that?
1: Well, I encourage all my tribe who are fundamentally these days coaches and therapists I would say a bigger percentage are in the life coaching sector, you know, so kind of everything from hypnotherapists to NLP practitioners, all those kind of, you know, those lovely heart-centered entrepreneurs, as we call them, and a minority of business coaches. But, you know, for those people, it's always been the case that marketing is a big fog. You know, it's a big mental block, a big daily dose of overwhelm that just drives them insane when they get out of bed in the morning. So I've been saying to people for years, and this is more congruent than ever right now, I think. Don't think of it as marketing. Just ask yourself this. Who's the next person that I can ask to start a conversation with? Who looks like my next ideal client? Mm-hmm. So I can start a conversation with them. So my whole vibe is about starting conversations with people a look like your next ideal clients. And there's three things to get in place before you do that. And I, I call them my three pillars. You touched on the effortless marketing concept. My three pillars of effortless marketing are as follows. Understanding what it is you do, you know, your proposition, how you show up in the world. and Some of those, you know, lovely heart center entrepreneurs that I alluded to haven't got a clue actually what they do. They think they do something, but it's not what they actually do. People say things to me like, oh, you know, I help people connect with their inner spirit. Mm. I help people find their symphony. Somebody said to me the other day, what the blooming heck does that mean? You know, it means nothing to anyone, does it? So what you do has to be actually a real world problem. And you have to voice it in a way that your client uses about themselves. What are they getting up in the morning worrying about what are they verbalized to their loved ones and their business colleagues you know what's the number one thing that's bugging them? and that then becomes your proposition if you can solve that and then there you go the, the second of the three pillars that's the what by the way the second of the three pillars is the who who's it for and again so many coaches and therapists are vague about this you know if your who statement starts with well i help anybody who Mm. then you know, you're already on the wrong track, aren't you? Because mm. you try trying to appeal to everyone. You'll appeal to no one. That, that's a, a universal truth. So that's the second pillar, the client avatar development, if you like. The third pillar then is the how. How are you going to deliver it? Your elixir, your medicine, your irresistible offer. And what I encourage coaches and therapists to do, particularly when we get to work on my, one of my deeper programs, it's to build a product, build a program, productize your services. Mm. You know, don't just go out to the world and say I'm seventy quid an hour, just like the, the woman down the street is, you know, she charges seventy-five, but I'll do it for seventy.
0: And now, there's a changing
1: lot of- your time for money, you know.
0: I see a lot of people in their hypnotherapy and life coaching space not knowing how to charge at all and thinking yeah, oh, there's someone the beat, in my town it? who does this, so I'll do this. And actually what I think we're going to see, Johnny, as a oh. result of everyone having to go. From offline to online in a very mm. short space of time is people understanding that there is so much more reach that they can be having. Oh,
1: goodness them. me. What is, it's mad, isn't it? I talked to a therapist in Canterbury the other day and she said to me, I'm already the cheapest in the town. I don't know what to do. I'm thinking, what the hell has that got to do with it? Yeah, and why are you it's the cheapest all about anyway? What, your town. Drop yeah, exactly. So that the how is about productizing your services. This makes night and day difference. When you have a program, it is a standalone product. So you're not just saying, well, I charge 70 quid an hour. You say, well, the program costs. And that usually ends with three noughts, doesn't it? A program costs £1, 1000 pounds fourteen ninety-seven, two nine nine seven, pounds you know? And you're actually selling something which isn't just intimately you. It's a standalone product, and that's what it costs. So those three pillars, when you get those in place, what it is you do, who it's for, how you deliver it, suddenly the world is a brighter place. And... Marketing, if that's what then has to ensue, is a much easier proposition. You know, you've got all your work ahead of you if you haven't got those three pillars in place.
0: I think it's challenging when someone who considers themselves heart-centered or some other similar phrase that works for mm. them. They've completed their training. They've done something like hypnotherapy or anything really that is about helping people. Yeah. There's that big drive. And I know, I know this is true because it's, it's what happened for me. I just wanted other people to experience the incredible transformation that the work I was now qualified in could provide. But I had no knowledge... But I had a lot of passion and I felt very purposeful.
1: Yeah.
0: And when you don't know how to market yourself, when you don't understand that, it can become very easy to, to reach a level of frustration and overwhelm. Particularly when you're coming from a a life coaching background, perhaps, where it's about mindset and thinking positively, and yet you're not getting the results in your business because you don't know how. Is that something that you see as a fairly common experience for people who work with you?
1: I'm going to say almost universal as a starting point. And the I just want to help people is the kiss of death for many a business, isn't it? Even if you lose the just word, you know, you're making progress. Of course, we want to help people. That's why we do it. And it's more than a want, isn't it? It's a necessity to be helping people because the the one iron imperative, as I call it, of, of our business is, is that we get client results. You know, without impact, without client successes, then we're selling a scam, aren't we? We're selling snake oil. So it and nobody should be, wants to
0: be doing that. Nobody nobody wants, wants to be doing that. that. So
1: yeah. it, it is actually at the heart of your business that you have to help people, I and mean, not you want to help people. Because that's what you get paid for. But then helping people in return for them paying you is the beating heart of your business, isn't it? That turns a hobby into a business, turns a charity into a business, doesn't it? And if people are muddling with this and wrestling with this, we've done this a number of times on My Signature Programme. We make money in our business for a good proportion of the time. I come up with a concept for for a couple of therapists. It's working well. Philanthropy Friday. Uh, I know one guy who each Friday, it's a town in Wales, goes to his local homeless shelter and his gig is that he helps people with PTSD and trauma and anxiety and that kind of thing. Now clearly there's a bunch of people in a homeless shelter suffering with those kind of you know, mental issues. So he goes down on Friday and helps them without expectation of being paid. Mm. But here's the thing, if you set your business up on that kind of footing, you can see where that's going because you, you'll be surrounding yourself with needy people who are never going to be able to pay you. And you're in this kind of spiral of, you know, gloom and doom and lack of hope that you can never get out of. So I don't want this to uh, to be sound like we're riding on the wave of the, the, the corona epidemic, but put your own mask on first. And what we mean by that is, your, you know, your oxygen mask from the from the plane, you know. Look after yourself, get get, get your business going first.
0: uh, One of the things that I'm seeing at the moment, as I'm sure you are, is lots of people, lots of leaders in their own spaces, coaches, people who know they have the skills to help are then offering their services for free. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that right now?
1: I I think it's silly. I think to suddenly not charge for a service that you charged for before is disingenuous to the people who paid for it previously. They're going to go, what the hell? Why didn't I wait? Can I my money back? So there's a potential for that.
0: There's a loss of trust there, I
1: think. There's a loss of trust, yeah. There's a disconnect, isn't there? But also, why would you do that anyway? I mean, one of the things that we know universally in our business is that people only value that which they pay for. They only actually get impact from that which they pay for. What your free stuff is doing is actually nurturing relationships, is getting people to understand and believe that you're the person who can help them. But it's not ultimately adding any value. We see this... Time and time again, dealt with these free challenges and things like that. I had a, by any stretch, a successful challenge in February. You know, it was a Facebook sales challenge. 250 people registered for it. 18 people got to the end of it. Having, <laughs> having sat through, you know, all five of the really cool trainings that, that worked incredibly well. 18 people, you know, showed up on everyone and did every bit. Out of 250 registered. So that's worse than an 80-20. You know, it's like a 90-10 or something. Not even that. What that tells you is don't beat yourself up over that, but that is just an indicator that people only value that which they pay for. The people on my signature program go through the whole 12 weeks.
0: Because they're committed. And they
1: implement, and they get it done, and they get a result because they're paying multi-thousand pounds to be there. So don't do that to yourself, guys. If it feels like you should be doing something for free, maybe just warm people up for free i mean i i i announced a pop-up coffee morning last night right for 10 30 this morning we have 30 people show up on that mm. and they shot the breeze you know we talked about this and that we ground our beans and all the rest of the cliches about coffee I uh, don't like and
0: coffee, it was a, so I don't it was a nice thing. do you know what? i like a good cup of tea
1: i like good coffee you know what well, good I
0: hate the smell of it. And it goes Bean back to, to, at school, we used to have this teacher who would just leave extremely strong black coffee on her uh, desk. Uh, coffee breath. Oh, horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> very cross because I do I get it how much he can have well
1: there, w- there was none of that on this virtual coffee morning, of course because we couldn't, couldn't smell each other's aromas <laughs> <laughs> but you know that that was just a way to say to my crowd look I'm here if you need me um but you know we were talking about the programs we were talking about people who were on my programs yeah. some of the people on the coffee morning have been on the programs they talked about it so you know you should never lose an opportunity to properly engage with your audience yeah. and by that I mean yeah. a client mentor or client coach relationship where you're getting paid for it because believe me when when you get paid they get results like and it might days.
0: be that right now people aren't buying in the same way that they might have been True. Sure. everything's going to come back and the people who disappear for this entire period are going to be the ones whose businesses are hit harder oh yeah build those relationships you offer value but you don't give all your stuff for free all of a sudden yeah
1: yeah. I, I always follow the mantrino you know, give away your best stuff because then people will want to pay you for the rest.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. we're encouraged as experts to put into our books, put into our podcasts. Don't hold it yeah. all back because you do build trust in that way. Yeah. But giving everything away for free that you would normally have people purchasing, I, yeah. I personally don't think is the right move. Right
1: it's now. counterproductive. It's not good for your clients and it's, not, it's definitely not good for you.
0: So... Tell us a little bit more then about the kind of results people are getting within the work that you do once they've got these three pillars in place. Talk us through where you take them from, the kind of work scenario, that overwhelm, maybe they don't know what they're doing. When they've got these, where do they go to?
1: Yeah, great question. Well, those three pillars are what I call my before marketing bits. We get started on, you know, what I guess is marketing, which is you know, what platforms are you going to use to engage people. And it's all about building a community for me. You know, if you're a coach or therapist and you're trying to move away from selling your time for money, the easiest way to do that is to build a program, build a signature program, to use that that, that cliche. And then the way that people buy that program is through highly engaged, highly targeted sales conversations, video sales conversations on Zoom these days. That's what we recommend. So where do you get those? Well, you get those from people who are already in your community, who engage with you, who recognize you as a leader, mm-hmm. uh, who read your stuff, who respond to your stuff, who watch your live videos, that kind of thing. And it's a simple matter of building this daily process, what I call my organic conversation funnel. Once you've got a community, which these days is probably a Facebook group, you know, Facebook groups are the most uh, accessible, mm. uh, engaged communities that you can create online these days, pretty much. That may change in the future, but it's certainly the case as we speak right now. So, when you've built your Facebook group, you've got people in it who look like your ideal client. And there's the new ones. Only invite people in it. It looked like you had your client. Yeah. Uh, you can then start conversations with them. And it's as simple as this. You know, we, we have some DM swipe files, which we re- reveal as part of our training. And those direct message swipe files say something like, hey, you know, saw you commenting in the group. I feel your pain. Let's jump on a quick call sometime, see if we can share some insights. And you book a sales call. And what we see time and time again with all our students, all our community is that the more sales calls, the more sales. You know if you book between as I'm fond of saying if you book between naught and five sales calls a week, you'll get between naught and five sales of your signature program. Mm. If that figure is zero, then your sales will always be zero they?
0: I think that the, so the it's, that it's sales a simple
1: can... organic funnel that we teach basically
0: The reason sales calls work is because of that connection because you can understand yeah. really what the problem is, and when you understand really what the problem is, it isn't hard to sell back to that problem yeah, totally which is why getting those pillars in place, that first pillar about what it is you really do, what it is you really help with is so fundamental. And, you know, I come across people, again, who don't really understand the result that is needed by people. So like you say, they've got a wishy-washy phrase. That's very lovely in principle. It doesn't answer somebody's problem, doesn't take them out of the issue that they're dealing with. And you've got to be aware of that.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example of, of how, and, and and this will really resonate in case, you know, for any coaches and therapists listening who are not, not clear on what it is you do versus your, your skills. You know, when people show up and they say, I'm a licensed hypnotherapist, you know, and that kind of stuff. Mm. Master NLP practitioner. Well, those things are tools, aren't they? So just put yourself in this scenario. Your washing machine's busting and it's flooding all over the floor. In a panic, you get on the phone, there's a washing machine repair guy there and saying, yeah, I'll be around in 20 minutes, you know. And he arrives and he walks in your lounge, walks past the kitchen where the water's building up, and he empties his toolbox out. And he goes, look, there's a hammer. Look at this screwdriver. Look at this monkey wrench. It's the best monkey wrench you've ever seen, right? My uncle had this. It's 30 years old. Look at it. He'd go, just fix my washing machine. Get in that kitchen, fix my washing machine, right? Now, just move that metaphor into your coaching or therapy business. If you're showing up in the world saying, I'm a hypnotherapist, You're showing them your monkey wrench. Nobody wants a monkey wrench. They want a solution to their biggest problem. Mm. And if you can demonstrate that you're the person who can do that, you can't be talking about things at the level of tools. You have to be talking about the big transformational benefit people get from working with
0: you. I think there's something Uh, really powerful in that. I see people mm. who are highly qualified in so many different things and they are listing it all out on their Facebook profiles or their Facebook. who who
1: who 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 knows what AFT is? I bet you don't know, do you? Have you heard of EFT?
0: E- EFT. I do
1: yeah. e- e- Emotional yeah.
0: freedom techniques. Tap okay,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit you with another one. RPE. Do you know what RPE is?
0: No, but I've been doing PE with Joe Wicks this week. Is I know you have.
1: <laughs> I know you have name dropper. No, RPE stands for rapid pain elimination.
0: Oh, I don't know that one.
1: And RPE master therapist is something I saw on somebody's okay. LinkedIn profile the other day. I mean, it's just nonsense. Stop it stop it because you know you're 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 not only not attracting people you're repelling people who might otherwise benefit from what you do if you expressed it in a in, in a sensible way you
0: know? that, uh, good advice there yeah. one of the things i like to wrap up with johnny as we come to the end of the interview is asking for someone who needs to get out there get more visible yeah. what are the three things you would advise and i think we've covered them but just in a nutshell what would they be <sighs>
1: I think we have. I I think take a deep breath and write down a bit of paper what it is you actually do, who it's for. Those three pillars are my teaching techniques. Let let me give you something else. This is the form of three things. This is an X, Y, Z. And this is really, really cool. I want everybody who's listening to this to try this. This is what I call your golden sentence. Your golden sentence is, I help X to do Y so they can Z. Mm. So I help coaches and therapists, that's my ex, find more of your ideal clients more easily. That's the why. So that you can live a life of freedom and abundance and build a thriving practice. Okay. So that the last bit, the Z, The why you're doing it is really, really important. What it means to them, because you don't want to put a proposition out there and people go, so what? We need to spoon feed this to people. So, folks, if you can do this golden sentence, write this out, I help X to do Y so they can Z, then you're at least halfway there. You've got a good basis for understanding what did you do? Who your tribe is? And why that's important to
0: them. The simplicity of that sentence is what makes it powerful.
1: Yeah, can anybody say that can to do it.
0: people you meet online. If you can say that to people you meet in person, they have yeah, a greater understanding of being multi-use. able to say, this person can help you, to recommend, to, for you to come up in conversation with friends, family, acquaintances, than yeah. yeah. you hitting them with all of your questions.
1: Um, 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 what, when you've done it, write it on your whiteboard, because I want you to read that every day as well, so that if you're doing something, you're it through a job, you turn and look at your whiteboard. You can say, is what I'm doing congruent with that golden sentence? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, am is I it going moving in the me, wrong
0: direction? Is
1: it moving me nearer to those people? Is it helping me deliver that to those people? Is it in line with why I'm doing that for those people? Why it's important? And if not, don't do it. Do something else.
0: Fabulous. So Johnny, if anyone wants to find out more about you, what's the best place for them, them to come and hit you up?
1: I really want them all just to dive into the glorious pool, which we call the Facebook group. Hey. So it's just Johnny hates marketing. You know, Facebook's good to me. There's no Deirdre hates marketing or Dave hates marketing.
0: Johnny. John, With Johnny
1: no without H. the H. With yeah. H. John, nerdy, no, no, as my four year old would
0: say. Good. Keep, give it to the people in simple terms. Excellent. In well, phonics. Thank you so much for coming on today, Johnny. And go back now to total lockdown and not leaving the house. Wonderful. It's been my pleasure. Take care. Good stuff. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.